right. So Sunil Chalar, excited to have you on the show today. Appreciate you being here, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Awesome. Tell it, tell the, the, uh, the audience a little bit about your, your background. And like, I, I can see, you know, we're, we're into a lot of things. We have, uh, you know, capital raise, we have a owner of an exit realty brokerage, real estate investor. I think that it's for a lot of our, our listeners, they're either people who want to get into real estate for the first time or experienced real estate investors are looking to scale. So I'm sure your story is going to resonate with a lot of people today. Uh, yeah, I uh, got into the business uh, 21 years ago. Uh, came from the financial industry. I basically traded securities for a living, BP with a major financial outfit. Uh, got into real estate and never looked back. Uh, started, in, <laughs> started investing, uh, you know, buying, rehabbing, flipping properties. So I, I did that. Well, I have been doing that for 21 years and I still do it today. Um, but, you know, owning the company, uh, just one of my passions is helping people make money as well. So one of the things that I do with my guys here uh, who has money is basically show them how to invest, what to invest in. Uh, a lot of times we, you know, pull money together here in the office and just buy stuff uh, rather than just make a commission. Let's make the lion's share. So that's, that's what I do with my guys. Nice. Nice. And so what are you guys investing in? What's, what's the, what's the hot class right now? What, what is the syndication? I know you do syndicated deals, correct? Like how does that work? Correct. Uh, right now we are in the Texas market. Okay. Yes, everybody's in the Texas market also, uh, just a hot market. Um, nice. Pretty much we look, you know, the Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee area. Uh, so we, yeah, right now we, uh, we had submitted an LOI, which we, we should know today if it's going to be accepted or not, for a $30.5 million deal. So nice. uh, we're doing that. We just closed on a 24 unit as well. Um, I buy a lot of stuff around here in Jersey City. I do a lot of stuff out in Pennsylvania. I own stuff in Florida. So I'm, I'm all over the place. Uh, you know, chase the money, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Just, uh, you know, scaling the business. So yeah, yeah. What helps you determine, you know, maybe, maybe share with the audience, Sunil, what helps you determine, because uh, a lot of the markets that you're, that you're talking about are the same markets that we're in with self-storage. So what helps you chase a good market or find a great market for, for a deal? One of the people that we have on our team is a demographer. So we actually have software as well, which determines, you know, part of progress where, where companies are going, where growth is happening. And uh, that's where we transition or try to be here as soon as possible and uh, in anticipation, as you know, you know, three to five year whole period and uh, sell the property. So yeah. investors make money, uh, tenants are happy because they have a nicer uh, place to live. And uh, it's a win-win fall. So I love that. And, you know, I would say our, probably our underwriter does a lot of that, but I never heard anybody say they have a demographer on staff. So are you trying to find and place ahead of the curve? Like, are you trying to find MSAs that are, that are already expanding or are about to be popping and try to get in there before anyone else does? Uh, about to be popping. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where we are. Uh, obviously, uh, we compete with a lot of people as well. Um, yeah. So we, we are in that space as well, but with, with having a demographer as part of the team, it's tremendously helpful. The other great help that we have is, um, you know, some of our partners are property managers as well. So okay. they, in itself, they own about a couple of thousand units. So it doesn't hurt. Nice, nice. So they manage the property and uh, just run the show. So what do you think helps 
your your team like what's your team's unique ability what's your unique proposition for for doing things different i always like to talk about the blue ocean strategy but maybe maybe you have something like that that makes you guys stand apart we have a lot of partners on the ground boots on the ground so it's just easy you know if if one of us uh should find something we have uh strategically have people in place who could just get out there uh obviously help with the due diligence uh we fly down there wherever it is and take advantage of that as well. But I, I guess just having boots on the ground makes it a lot easier to, to know where things are. Nice. Um, one of the things that I have, which is also unique, I belong to a mastermind group whereby there's about 700 of us spread out throughout the country. So we have uh, that network of people where it's easier to get around, if you will. I love that. I run a mastermind group for self-storage. So tell me about your group a little bit. What does that look like? What do, what are you guys, um, you know, what are the features and benefits of being in there? Uh, benefits. Let's talk about that. Obviously, you know, in, in investing as a whole, there's always financial pitfalls, right? There's always those body punches where you don't know what you don't know. Yep. So the benefits of it is having individuals have walked through those doors and taken those steps before you. So you have guidance, number one. You have someone you could, you know what, you could bounce ideas off of. And like I said, just having that network of people and the ability to learn and grow from others. Um, you know, we, we obviously have uh, weekly calls where there's training going on every week. There's always something going on. Uh, you know, as far as, let's say, underwriting, for, for instance. That's one of the key components of making this successful. Uh, my partner, for instance, uh, he has he came from the uh, M&A background. So underwriting for him is just second nature. Mm. Um, then individuals within the group who just, you know, teach underwriting, which you need to be strong when it comes to, you know, where you're buying, why you're buying, what the numbers are. And again, the numbers are the ones, the number is what's going to tell the story. So... That's really the key take all. But like I uh, said, you want to have people who have walked through those doors before you step on a financial landmine. Maybe, maybe you can share with the audience because I, I love where you're going with this. And I think it's so impactful because I've been in it so many times, right? Where like I, I've, I've felt myself, you know, enhance years of knowledge in, in maybe a few short days or a few short times. What's the biggest thing that you've learned or somebody has helped, helped, you know, and, and accelerate your business uh, through that mastermind group. Is there any story that pops out at you? Um, stories that pops out. Uh, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Again, just yeah. the ability, like for instance, uh, capital raising. Yep. Um, being part of it, you have partners or you have people that, you know, you could, you could call up people within the group who you could call and uh, from that you have built bonds and just an extended family, if you will, where the family has money <laughs> yeah. or, or the ability to raise money. Uh, so that's another key component, which is really great for the group. Yeah. yeah I love that. You know, the story that pops out to me is, you know, I, I have a mastermind group I was in for years and one of the guys in the group, and, and this is, you know, maybe this will help spark some ideas, but um, one of the guys in the group was a 20 year vet of Morgan Stanley. He was a senior and our senior uh, director at Morgan Stanley. And, 
Yeah, we actually recruited him after raising some money. We actually pulled him over and brought him in as a partner. He left Morgan Stanley to come work with us uh, to work with private equity because he saw the value in our syndicated deals. And he realized that he can only bring so much value under that umbrella to his investors because they're, they're pigeonholed into what they can sell and what they can keep them in and how much percentage of the portfolio, he had like 1.3 billion under management, how, what percentage of the portfolio was, was allowed to be accessible to private equity. And even when they were in private equity, they had to be vetted by the company, right? Or not, not just vetted, they had to basically be like an affiliate of the company because you know the company's getting a piece of that, right? So um, getting him on board to really help us start to raise money and create that opportunity on that side was absolutely paramount. Um, you know, again, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I just think I think there's so I think so highly of masterminds because of this reason. I think people invest in themselves to get surrounded in that network and then they create the opportunity within that ability uh, is super powerful. Would you agree? Absolutely. Just something to add. Uh, one of my partners, he actually came from Chase Bank. Mm -hmm. um, he was a VP with them and uh, we just actually created a hundred million dollar fund of funds. Uh, Took a, took a little while, cost a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just uh, created that as well. So, you know, again, his ability or his, I'll, I'll use the word experience and network from that, from where he came from, uh, is you can't get that anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So, what are you guys working on right now? What's, uh, you said you mentioned you have a project for 30 million in Texas. Um, what does that look like? Typically, when an investor comes on board to be, uh, I assume they're going to be LP partners, right? Maybe help the, help the audience understand what an accredited investment looks like in a deal like that. Sure. Um, obviously, with accredited investors, we let, let me just take a little step back before I dive in there. Sure. Uh, something that I've been working on, which, you know, it, it's still a work in progress, but uh, I've taken tremendous strides with it. When it comes to syndication, Obviously, we all raise money. So we're asking, you know, uh, let's say accredited, sophisticated investors for money. And these are guys with networks of, you know, 250 or more um, seasoned investors with money, uh, showing them the deal, making sure that they are comfortable. Obviously, everything is SEC compliant. Um, so they, they would basically invest as a limited partner on the deal. Uh, they would make return quarterly returns, and uh, at the end of the day, when we sell the property, they, like you know, we'll get a piece of the profits from that. Mm -hmm. um, with what I'm trying to accomplish is do more of joint ventures versus syndications. So mm -hmm. basically, you know, you go to let's say a handful of people and you say, "Hey, we have this this uh, deal in place." Um, you know, I need a check for $5 million. So I need a check for $8 million. Just have that one or two or a handful of people stroke those checks. Um, I don't think I'm being overzealous here because there's plenty of money on the street. Yeah, uh, It's just a matter of finding the right partners to, to get that done. Obviously, the deal has to make sense, but finding the right partners to do that with. It's just so much easier getting things done that way than syndication because we're always chasing our tails when it comes to money. Yeah, I got that. So, so you're saying you don't do syndication, you do more of the joint venture partnerships. And, and do those guys generally, are they GP partners on the deal? Do they bring all of the money? Do they bring part of the money? Like, what does it look like on, on a typical deal? A lot of times they'll, you know, well, it's something I'm working on. There will be, and we have used a few people in the past, so uh, they'll be GP members. Mm -hmm. uh, they have written all the all the checks 
bring all Got the it. money to you, I should say. Uh, as far as syndication, uh, yes, we do that as well. But again, it's always uh, it's always work involved, and uh, you constantly got to be reaching out to investors for that. Gotcha, gotcha. And what is it? What is a typical? I mean, I know you can't talk about guaranteed returns or any of that type of stuff. It doesn't work. But what does a typical, you know, IRR look like on a deal that, that you guys might be putting in uh, together? Fast, re- fast returns, you know, 16, 20 percent. Um, that's what we typically do and have done in fast returns. Those are great um, numbers. And we do have a track record, which <laughs> we gladly show it to anyone out there. Awesome. Um, my partners also, you know, they themselves uh, own a couple of thousand units. Um, so by no means, these are guys who, who have just got into the business or just trying to figure it out. Uh, there's definitely things in place here and it's a uh, streamlined just to move forward. And we, awesome. have, we have deals. We, we have one of the things that I like, especially with mastermind groups, there's always someone in there who has a deal, who has an opportunity for any, anyone really to make money. Sure. It's just setting yourself up uh, for that. Absolutely. One of the things, if you will, that I'm trying to do is uh, if, you, if you want to call it a boutique office, and I've, I've been working on it for a couple of months where I'm, I'm actually making some headway now, um, ra- just raise that money. And especially, I think, with a fund, you will be able to do that because, listen, if you have the money, the deals will come, right? Rather than mm-hmm. you go chase after the deals. Yeah. Because everyone has a deal. Not everyone has money. Yeah. Love it. What's your favorite part about what you do, Sunil? Um, getting out of my comfort zone. All right. What's that look like? uh, I'll tell you. Um, I'm the guy who, you know what? I was the immigrant who came to this country who never had anything from the beginning. And just the drive and the tenacity and the the wanting more. Uh, I've always had to push. Nothing came easy. Sure. Nothing. So I've always had to push myself. I was always self-motivated. And, you know, when, when realtors or when anyone walks through my door for employment, the first thing I'll say to you is, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. I'm going to push you out of your comfort zone. And at times, I've actually pushed people out of the door. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I'm doing right now, because if I'm pushing everyone out of their comfort zone, obviously, I'm doing the same. Yep. I'm getting my pilot's license. Nice. I am scared of heights. Getting my pilot's license, and uh, you know, I've been flying now. I'm getting more comfortable being in the wow. sky, just loving it. And like I said, I, I need to push myself, and I've always, I'm always in that uncomfortable zone, which just you know have helped me throughout the years. Yeah. Uh, you know, you talk about failing, failing forward, right? Or uh, failing fast. You know, I, I, I love to fail and I've failed in 21 years and I've been very successful failing. Yeah. Because you grow, you learn from it. You, you never, yes, you, <clears throat> you, you, you want to be successful, but you'll always be successful from learning from failures. And uh, I just need to fail faster now in order to be more successful. And I'm, I'm quite successful, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, I need to fail faster at this point in my life. Yeah, but it's so impactful because it's actually one of the questions I usually ask is what's your favorite fail that, that pushed you forward and you jumped right into it. And, and I think it's a commonality with so many people that we interview 
Um, and then I say it all the time in my coaching, but you know, people, we have to go out and take action. You have to not be afraid to fall on your face. You have to not be afraid to take the next step. My, my mentor used to say the art is in the start, right? All you got to do is get started and keep failing forward. And eventually you're going to catch yourself and you're going to find yourself walking, right? So um, it, it's very interesting uh, that you say that. And I love that you're pushing yourself in, in that uncomfortable place. I thought joining uh, jujitsu a couple months ago was, was an uncomfortable thing, but dude, I don't think I could be a pilot. I don't think I ever want to fly anything. So that could be super uncomfortable. I, uh, I definitely, um, I, I, uh, I think that's amazing. And, and um, congrats on that. So tell me about, um, you know, what you're working on now that you're passionate about, maybe some of the teams, the people that are involved and what you can see yourself going in the next, you know, three to five years. Um, you know, what, what I'm passionate about right now is, is really doing what I'm doing, the hunt for the property. I, I've, I've been doing that, like I said, 21 years, and I just love that. I nice. love bringing people together and you know, paying it forward. When I first got into this business, there was an individual who actually helped me, who taught me the foreclosure world, the bankruptcy world, and it, it, I've grown from it. I've bought many properties that were in foreclosure. I've bought bank properties. I've helped people as well, and I love paying it forward. So what I do with my guys is show everyone what I'm doing, and ask everyone to beat me at my game. And, uh, you know, I'm, I make money. So if I can make money and help you do the same, why shouldn't I? I, I love doing that. Love so it. It's been my passion and drive. Uh, I, I just want to enjoy life as well. You know, you want to be young enough where you can enjoy everything that you have worked so hard for. Uh, we all trade time for do dollars. And uh, when you know, about multi, the multifamily space. And when you're doing it and when you're seeing the money, why not? Why wasn't I doing this 20 years ago? Yeah. I think what you're saying, and it resonates so much because I talk about lifestyle all the time. People wonder like, what is a lifestyle business? Well, it's a business that you don't feel like you have to work a hundred hours a week to make it happen. Or even if you're working a hundred hours a week on certain weeks, you're passionate about it. You enjoy it. You have fun doing it. And so it, 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 you know, your business and life are not two separate things. I think a lot of us act like they are, but the reality of it is all one life. It's all one timeline. Um, and being passionate about it and thinking about what's your, what's your end game, right? Like, what are you trying to create in order to reverse engineer it and be passionate about it? So that being said is like, what are we trying to create? What's the end game? Do you want a hundred thousand units? Like what, what, what is the, you know, what is the game for, for you right now? Ah, the game for me, you know, in, in all these years of doing this, I've really never worked. Uh, and I'll, I'll get to, I'll answer your question, but yeah, stay with me for a minute. I've, I've actually, for all these years, I've, yes, you could call it work, but it, it's, it's fun in between. Uh, you know, we're traveling, we're family, we're doing, doing things on my time, my terms. Um, I always say that, you know, at some point, I'll retire, which is a lie. Yeah. Uh, just having the passion and the drive, the, the, the purpose yep. of doing what I'm doing, uh, helping people at the end of the day. I couldn't tell you what that end goal is. Obviously, I know what it is, uh, you know, financially. Uh, but it's just a drive to help people, to help myself and just be busy. Nice. Love it. I love it. Sunil, what did I forget to ask? Or do you have any events coming up? Or you know, how should people get in touch with you? Uh, simple. I'll give you my cell number. <laughs> Go ahead. 
Uh, as far as events coming up, um, we should know maybe we should know this week if uh, our deal is accepted or not, which we will have uh, put content out there as far as investors who might be interested in uh, getting to know us and getting to invest, potentially invest with us. Uh, we'd love to, to have that conversation as well. But that's really some of the events. Uh, coming up, uh, some of the other events, I have a, a couple of podcasts that I'm doing as well with SEC attorneys and uh, uh, trust attorneys. So I have a few of those lined up and uh, upcoming. So Awesome. Do you have a, a, do you have URLs or, or um, you know, ways to get to that, to that show? We can link it in the notes. Uh, you know what? You can look me up on uh, schiller at coovacapital.com. That's schiller at C-O-U capital.com or just go on kuvacapital.com cool all right we will we will list those down there and and you know if and if you're listening to this guys and you want to find a way to get invested as an accredited investor or potentially joint venture definitely um i guess what would you have them text you message you call you what's the best way on the cell phone call call sunil up talk to him get involved get invested um, Sunil, awesome, awesome interview. I love what you're doing and uh, I wish you much luck in the future.